Hey there, my name is Jury Shank and welcome to the Legends of the Wind podcast. I'm really excited to see you here today. My show is about helping you know what story you're in. I want to help you discover your identity and destiny through storytelling. Today's episode, we're going to listen to The Wisdom of the Trees. It's amazing because it's about a magical forest where people make wishes in a deep well. After the story, we will have a conversation with our guest to unpack the meanings in the legend. I wrote this legend for my friend Barbara Dumont because she asked me to write her a second story. The first story I wrote was a lot of fun and completely different than this one. But what was really cool about this second story is that when I gave it to her, she didn't really respond well to it. She didn't know how to receive it, but that's okay. What was fantastic is that this story was like a seed, and it wasn't until much later that it dawned on her its significance. She had to go on a journey of discovery of identity before she could see herself in her own story. I'm on a journey too. I want to discover who I am. And I want to take you with me on my journey. Will you join me? My heart in writing all these stories for people is for all of us to figure out who we are and where we are going. This is my journey too. And hey, let's face it, I don't have it all worked out. But through these stories, we can put the pieces together. So let me introduce you to the subject of our legend before we listen to it and unpack its hidden treasures. Today's guest is my good friend, Barbara Dumont. Barbara is an aspiring actress and co-creator of written works, plays, short films, and theater. She is a life coach and has counseled many who felt stuck, but she has successfully brought great shifts in their lives. She nearly died several times in 2016 through 2018 due to a kidney transplant need. And now with her new donor kidney, she has a new lease on life and is pursuing acting, which has been her dream for a long time. You can find her on Instagram at the Barber Dumont. Her legend today is very special and describes her life in a unique way. Barbara, thank you for joining us today on Legends of the Wind. Thank you so much. I'm really happy to be here. Awesome. Thank you for coming. I'm so excited to share with the audience your legend and talk about it. Barbara's legend is a little different as it speaks to her identity. So, without any further delay, let's check out her legend, The Wisdom of the Trees. The Wisdom of the Trees Long ago in the forest of love and wisdom were a series of trees in a circle that surrounded a deep well. Lovers and friends of the king would come out at night and seek the presence and fragrance of the trees as they made their wishes and dropped coins into the deep well. The stars always shined bright at night above this forest, and during the day the sunlight was shining and pleasant. Sometimes storms would come, but only a slight refreshing dew from heaven would glisten upon the green grass. This forest is ancient and full of experience and wisdom. There are many trees here that have thick trunks and branches. They grew over a long period and their roots are deep. They are the ancient ones. And inside this deep well are waters of life and refreshment. It is here that we meet the desires of the heart and love pours out like a fountain. The people would come and drop their coins, their heart's desires, and wish for better things in life, the eternal things. 
and the trees would listen to their words. For though the trees always stood around and no one seemed to notice them, they heard every word, saw every teardrop, and every broken heart that came their way. The trees loved the people and wanted to impart more things to them, but the waters of the well would speak to the people instead. The trees have been around since the beginning of time, and their roots serve the land, the earth, and their fruits drop during the right seasons to the people. Few of these people ever know the trees, for they take them for granted. But when the wind blows and there's a stirring in the atmosphere, the music coming from the rustle of leaves, it causes such a wonderful commotion that the people long for more from the heavens. It is the wisdom of the trees that carry the words from the well. They do not speak on their own accord, but draw upon the deep waters from within the earth. Sometimes the well overflows and spills out upon the land, and the people love it when that happens. But the trees long for more. They look at the people and hope that their fruits bring healing and life. The wisdom of the trees is to never draw attention to themselves, but to let fruit grow on their branches. Each tree is different and carries different fruits. They even have different smells, and their leaves are unique. There's no tree identical to the next one. Sometimes the people who come to visit the well in the forest sit under a tree and enjoy its shade and shadow. They even can fall asleep and rest in the quiet. It is here in these dreams, in the shadow of the trees, they speak. The trees enjoy this time, for here they can whisper their wisdom and love to the people. One morning at dawn, the people came and dropped their coins in the well, and the trees listened. But this was a new day, and the well's water overflowed upon the land. It was a huge flood and a wonderful party for the people. They splashed around and found such great fun. Life was looking a little better for the land, and the trees were in their fruit-bearing season. Here the people soaked in the waters of the well and rested under the trees. They dreamed and dreamed and dreamed some more. The wisdom of the trees came to them, and they heard the heart of the well coming from the roots of the trees. The trees were excited and shouted in their dreams that freedom was coming to the land. No longer would the earth shake so that their houses fell to the ground. No, the trees of the forest would bring great stability. Now watch and listen and find yourself at the well in this forest. Find yourself at rest and drink from the well. Drop your coins down, make a wish, and see and hear your dreams come true as you listen to the wisdom of the trees. Inceptio The Wisdom of the Trees So, Barbara, I wanted to start off with uh, basically talking about how this story came to you, or came from me to you. Uh, Originally, uh, I wrote this story uh, as a second legend for you, correct? The first one was called Silly Walks and Silly Talks. And um, why don't you talk about how this started off? Well, actually... Um, Jury had been inspired by something in my life and wrote that original first story. Um, and I was so moved by it. I wanted another one. I was kind of addicted. And I thought, you know what? I'm just going to straight out ask him. So I did. It's like, Jury, hey, you know, if you want, maybe write me another one. <laughs> and this was like 10 years ago. So it was... <laughs> 
I was in a really different place in my life, but like you actually did. You ended up writing me this second story. And I remember my response kind of being, "Mm -hmm." right. And you didn't think it was very significant at the time, did you? I, I really didn't. I, I mean, I was like, I like trees, but. But I never interviewed you. I never knew about your past or anything, right? So this, I completely wrote this blind, just like the other one, right? So, yeah. so now it's 10, 11 years later, and I was saying to you earlier that that's this story, this legend is like a seed, right? And it grew into a tree. So yeah, why, exactly. not, why is it now touching your heart more today than it does did back then? And why is this legend more significant now? Well, I actually had a dream. I actually read it the other day, more detailed than I uh but uh, a dream about a couple of years ago where I became a tree. Oh I was in kind of an ethereal, eternal space, and I had met my soulmate. And he and I walked together, and we found a spot, and we decided to become a tree because we wanted to remain in this space, in this place, in this environment. We loved it so much. We spent about 300 years together there. and 300 years? I still, Yeah. Wow. Which time doesn't really pass the same for a tree in the way that it does for you and I. Mm-hmm. As humans, every day and every hour in some cases has value and importance and we don't want to see those things slip away. Our, our time span is far different. But with a tree, 300 is young, at least from how it felt in that dream. I really wasn't that old when my experience as a tree ended. But... For a tree, the value of time comes in seasons and decades, and you could call it the rhythm and the pattern of creation and the way it behaves. Mm-hmm. So the things I remember still, without reading the dream, are uh, an extreme drought that lasted, my guess in human perspective, would be several years it really started to affect creatures. I remember a severe thunder and lightning storm where the rain really affected a lot of the creatures that don't live in the trees but live on the ground. And that was interesting Hmm. uh, simply because I understood somehow as a tree that these creatures would be affected. Um, Even though I couldn't see and I couldn't hear, I could feel the vibrations in the earth and in the soil and upon my branches and along um, the trunk of my tree, I was aware of all of that. So I actually wow. knew that as a tree, we were by the water Okay. because I could feel the constant pounding of the ocean against the shore, which was really kind of a, it was calming in a way. It was steady and without failing. So I knew about the storm because I remember the upset of the water against the earth. Mm-hmm. Um, and so at the same time, my roots were aware of the sensation of creatures walking on the ground. And I could feel every once in a while creatures that would lean up against my bark or huddle close to me um, and my trunk. And I, you know, I was constantly aware of birds and branches and Bugs were nothing, <laughs> really. <laughs> bugs didn't really bug me at all. Wow. Uh, 
I, I just was enjoying too much being in the environment where the environment was a welcoming feeling. It wasn't this huh. feeling of, oh, get off me. You're, you're, don't leave me alone. Um, I never had that experience as a tree. And so pretty... what's the big takeaway about this dream? This dream is fascinating, strange, but it's amazing <laughs> yes. at the same time. Like, so um, what, what, what was the result for you in this? The result is um, I slowed down. Um, I was born and raised in Los Angeles, and I lived in San Francisco for a number of years. And even when I lived in San Francisco, just that pacing difference between L.A. and San Fran was a huge adjustment. Um, but this dream actually really enforced that and encouraged that, this different rate of existence where I didn't have to be bothered by my environment. I didn't have to be bothered by things around me. I could really rest within the soil of where I was hmm. planted and allow myself to get gritty with it and immersed in it and not be bothered or offended or disturbed even by just things happening circumstantially. So even when I was dying, I had the dream in the midst of that, like kind of near the beginning. Are you talking about your started... kidney uh, issues? Yeah. Okay. So you kind of briefly mentioned that. So right. back in 2016, things started getting bad. Okay. Um, but it happened very slowly. So I would say I probably had the dream in the middle or end of 2016. Hmm. And it was really helpful because I had to deal with multiple surgeries. I went into cardiac arrest. Oh, I man. had my life be threatened by forces that I couldn't control and that no one else could really control either. Mm -hmm. I was born with polycystic kidney disease mm -hmm. and pardon it. It was something that I knew would could potentially cause problems, but even with doing everything right, there were still problems, mm. life-threatening issues. Wow. So the experience of being a tree and being able to take each moment at a time, but not let it be this overwhelming thing, and even finding the rhythm of nature and surroundings. And I, yeah, I could limit it to nature, but I think I found that rhythm even in the environment of people I was around. Mm-hmm. Um, there's actually a scene in a film called Phenomenon with John Travolta. And he has this... Spoilers. He has okay. a brain tumor. Okay. He has he what? A brain tumor. Okay. He doesn't really know yet. His mind is just working at such a rate. He has difficulty sleeping, calming down. If this sounds familiar to anybody, maybe you remember this scene where he looks up at a tree and it's just blowing in the wind. And it's this rhythm of nature and this rhythm of the way things really can be. We don't have to be in a tremendous upset. And there was so much of an advantage for me when I was going to the hospital at least once a month, some most of the time, two weeks, one mm. to two weeks at a time. <sighs> More than I can count wow. being under anesthesia and all kinds of IVs and medication. That being able to just breathe in the moment, it was a constant reminder that no matter what the result was going to be, this too was going to pass. And I chose to put my stock in the people that were visiting me, the people that were taking care to 
support me even when I wasn't in the hospital. And it made, I mean, people were constantly amazed. Wow. How are you doing so well? How is this <laughs> possible? You, you always seem happy and full of joy. And I know we hear this a lot with people that aren't well, but trust me, when this first started, I was not at peace. Mm. I was not happy. I had to kind of fall back on this experience in this dream and oddly enough, connecting back with this story. Okay. Because the trees are connected in the roots and the water that we are connected to mm -hmm. and I was connected to in that season made all the difference. Wow. All the difference. Because the water was steadfast. It was constantly cool. It was available to me always. Mm -hmm. And it became kind of a joint experience, even though the waters in the well couldn't come to my hospital experience. Mm. They very much could be the things that I was drawing from, even when I was separate from them. Mm. And it was really, really great. Really, I mean, exactly that. Wow. The ability to, to breathe and take that breath. So what else in this legend? You know, it's funny because... When you had your health issues, you, you didn't really remember this legend, did you? And um, it, it's, it was so long ago, but but now with this dream and this experience, what else in this legend connects to you uh, in, in as a tree or as a, a stationary object or whatever? Like, how, how else can you unpack it for us today? Well, actually, when I wasn't well, I didn't like the idea of not doing anything. I'm a human being, still alive, plenty to contribute. And this is actually where you could say the life coaching really started to be a thing in my life. It really mm. wasn't before then. I mean, I've counseled my friends. I've constantly been there for people. And I've seen a lot of success in those interactions, but they weren't these constant or consistent experiences that I was having with everybody. And while I was immobile most of the time, um, I had people that were wanting to see me, usually friends, sometimes not as close as some, not as close as others. And they would come and I ended up being kind of a source for them. Mm. I had fruit to offer. I ah. had the benefit of being in these wells and the wisdom that just comes from drinking in healthy waters in the first place. Mm -hmm coming into me so that my fruit whenever I'd be speaking it was a constant thing that I would hear from two people in particular um, that I just had such wisdom coming out of me and not being able to understand somehow I would come across ancient and I'd be like mm, wow I suppose that is kind of a thing right now and I kind of see the beginning from what felt like at the time the end and the perspective really shifted um, a lot wow. of people I know in that circumstance would say something to the effect of, well, you only live once live today like it's your last. But I found that to have a really impactful experience, not just for myself, but for others, mm -hmm. the perspective that was constantly around was, I could, yeah, eternity. And those that didn't even have an eternal perspective had a perspective that I wasn't going to succumb to the physical challenges that I was experiencing. I was going to remain. So what made every interaction that much more value was this, this I know it's silly, but 
the legend talks about it. It's hmm. the ancientness and the wisdom and hoping the fruit is good. But mm. all that makes that work together and be profitable and be a benefit is being able to see that we're not we're not limited to just today. Hmm. So let's make some of our day and some of what we're saying be an investment into the future. And so I was make, able to make these invents, investments into other people's future. Whether I was going to survive or not was never the issue. It was that I could plant something wow. into someone else's future that even if me in my stationary position, even identifying as a tree on some level, just hoping that the fruit is still being maintained and that it's wise you know, it's because people were pouring into me. And like I said, mm. it felt like I was getting waters from a well and then producing this fruit for other people that would come. And we actually have tons of laughter. I'm sure I've got photos and videos of it. I definitely have videos of it. Where there's just <laughs> plenty of laughter, plenty of enjoyment, plenty of delight, and plenty of moments where I couldn't do very much. I felt like I couldn't drop fruit. But even just me being present with them, on some levels could be shade and minister to their soul that if me in the turmoil and the cyclone at times of the circumstance that I was in could still find the rhythm of what it means to actually continue with a perspective that this rhythm doesn't end. Hmm. I, that there's nothing like that kind of shade. There's nothing like that kind of cool down that makes you forget the urgency of the pressure or the heat wow. or the file under the fire underneath your feet. You know what right. I mean? It, you're able what the people around me were able to rest on some level too. And I, wow, that was so cool. Cause I have one person in particular, he's a writer and he was having difficulty really, really connecting with the ideas in his heart and his mind that he cultivated over time in his life, his own wisdom from feeling his own existence of being stationary, interestingly enough. Hmm. And when we would get together, things were shifting and changing. He was eating fruit from me, getting wisdom from me. And after a brief period, I would say a year, he was starting to be able to write genuinely right and it's good mm. it is really deep and excellent work and it's his wisdom wow. and everything that he was able to absorb and receive you could say from me even though i identify more as the tree i think at some point when we're feeling stationary all we have to give is fruit or water and mm -hmm. i don't know <laughs> it seems a I little off topic from what I identified with, but I still think that that's really possible. I think I think what it. you had to say is amazing, and it's a, I want to affirm you that you know you you almost died so many times. I remember visiting you in the hospital, yeah, and, you, and you, you having horrible trials, um, and it seemed to be never ending. You were waiting for a donor, and we didn't even know if you'd ever get a donor, and mm -hmm. and yet you maintained uh, this identity and the ability to see and to be able to speak into people's lives. I, I applaud you because you you could have died. Thank you. Um, and so, you know, 
you also talked about this gentleman that was a writer, and I find it fascinating. So, you know, in a forest, there's more than one tree, right? Mm -hmm. And so, mm -hmm. what about this? Wouldn't everybody be a tree? Isn't that something special? Don't we all have some sort I of fruit to offer? Yeah, and I think we all have that possibility. And it's funny, I know that um, everyone's families look so different and some mm -hmm. families can cause pain and suffering, but some don't. And my family was small and I don't think there would, my natural family is what I'm referring to. Okay, like sure. My mother, my brother, my sister, that was kind of it. Right. And um, I wound up, you know, just kind of foreseeing that things could get challenging with my health long before they did. Mm. I never expected this level of wow. physical failure on my body's part to be able to sustain its own life. Right. But I did see the wisdom in just having people alongside me in life. And mm -hmm. so I developed relationship with people. One person came out of the blue. So I started getting sick in July. I had only really met them I think in April where we really kind of started to connect. Okay. Of 2016. So uh -huh. I, I ended up with this other family around me and those families can be well, they can be water, they can be mm. life and remaining connected in healthy relationship. I'm not talking about if your family's toxic, I'm talking about really healthy relationship. Mm-hmm. That really brought about me being able to produce good fruit. Mm -hmm. How could I do that if if I'm putting myself in an environment that's a desert? Mm -hmm. Then I'm going to probably become a prickly cactus. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. I'm probably not going to be a tree that provides shade. And I'm not saying there isn't a time and a place for a cactus. I mean, they are sources of life for the desert. Sure. I'm simply trying to make a point of with this particular story. Mm-hmm. If we do choose to remain planted in a good well and have good, and it can be spiritual, it can be relational, it can be even your place of business where mm. you're doing something you just love, those things can be the well that you drink from and have mm -hmm. all of this fruit for. And for me, it manifested in a lot of kind of timely, lifelong wisdom that wow. made these people's lives even better and more connecting for them. But for anybody, it could end up meaning breakthrough at a company and it could mean right um, healing in their own family eventually. But I don't know. Sure. Uh, there's so many possibilities, I think, to that. But answering that question just makes my mind start popping and clicking. <laughs> sure. And speaking of uh, popping ideas, you had mentioned prior to our conversation tonight about uh, you wrote a story or a paper when you were younger. And I think, correct me if I'm wrong, that was when it was before you met me and before I wrote this story. Can you talk about that as well? Yes, because what's interesting, I think, about that writing is I, especially younger, and I've kind of, because of this story, I've gone back to this habit. Mm -hmm. Sure. I loved trees as a little girl. I would mm -hmm. hold them not like carry them around but like I would hug them I would climb <laughs> them I would look and follow the lines of where the branch would be going like, oh my I gosh love trees I really do I love trees a lot <laughs> um and I hadn't considered that when you wrote the story I was just like great a bunch of trees so you, you didn't I, remember at that time 
Um, I, I, I briefly thought I don't see the connection, but I did write something when I was younger Okay. and what I'd written and it was, it was one of those like citywide competitions where they try and get the different grades to send in stuff. And it was for Arbor day. And mm. I, um, I won in my category through the city, Oh wow! um, for fourth to sixth graders. And when the mayor talked to me, he said something like, that actually they thought my poem was better than some of the other submissions that wow. were in me as well. And it's actually super reminiscent of the book, the giving tree. And it was, the okay. whole, it wasn't even like a rhyming poem. It was just, I love trees. I mean, they're constantly there for you. They never <laughs> leave. They fruit for you. They provide shade for you. You can play in their branches. You can, lean up against them when you're tired you can sit under their shade and feel cooled you can you know so our homes are built from them even though we talk about trying not to cut down trees and i agree we should honor and respect mm -hmm. our environments mm -hmm. at the same time there's so much that a tree is there for and provides for people and I didn't know about the giving tree. I didn't actually read that book until I was much older in my okay. 30s actually. <laughs> was when I first read it. Wow. Um and was stunned to see the similarities between this piece that I had written ha having ever read the book and the giving tree. So I think there's something that that is universally understood about trees. Oh, and wow. and to be like a tree I think is being like a mother, an excellent mm. mother, being like a father, mm -hmm. an excellent friend, that we as humans have this capability to not be limited to one type of giving. And if we ever wow. feel stuck that we're in this place of only one way to give, maybe we need better water. Wow. Maybe we need to be absorbing from something deeper, something yes. better. And sometimes people are insufficient sometimes what our beliefs are at that point are insufficient mm -hmm. um because even for me i i mean i have my own beliefs but my beliefs had to shift a little bit when i was mm -hmm. dying i had to be willing to take some risk and go deeper right. in order for that water that well yes the people around me were great and amazing you heard me right. herald their support but having the waters go deeper and having the waters be, hmm. there's just something about deep water. I like that. That so, can be more satisfying. Um, more so would you recommend uh, anyone in the audience uh, to receive their own story? Like how has how um, this legend impacted you on the deeper parts of your life? I mean, obviously you talked a lot about the different aspects of trees in your past, but what is it about these legends that speak to you? Well, it was the same thing with the second, even though it was surprisingly later, mm -hmm. as it was with the first. And there was a sort of edification, a support somehow from creation, the universe, a spirit, like however you see it, mm -hmm. that was like, yes, this is who you are. This is how you're made run with it. It was an encouragement for me to really run with these things that I've always felt inside of myself. Mm -hmm. And even going back and reading um, 
what is this one called? Why do I always forget the name? I mix up Legend with the Wind with what is mine called? Uh, the first one was Silly Walks and Silly Talks. Yeah, what was the second one? The Wisdom of the Trees. That's right. I, I always put the legend of the trees in my notebook. And so because I always write it wrong, I always say it wrong. didn't want to get it wrong. I know we just said it, but I was going to forget and I knew it. It's um, okay. But the, but the Wisdom of the Trees like, was super edifying during that season in mm. my life. And it continues to be edifying. Um, even just doing this podcast right now, I'm right. like, oh, yeah, yeah. I am by a good well. Maybe that's why my fruit's getting better again. You that's know what I amazing. mean? And there's, there's, um, I know that other people identify with this story. So please don't disqualify yourself. Mm. Um, like I said, when I first heard it, I was kind of like, mm, that's nice. I mean, yeah, I like trees, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but really and truly, if you identify, take it in let mm. what has been created edify you and if it doesn't get jury to write you one to be <laughs> honest like i that's what i did i literally asked I was like hey jury you write these amazing stories and everyone's lives are changed wow so um write me one and yeah i already had one but <laughs> i wanted more i wanted more and that's the truth and and this two stories are so vastly different and they both edify really different parts about me, which is mm. really incredible. So know that like these stories don't even have a repeat on them, even if there's some lead over. Because I would say they both kind of edify my ability to interact with people. Right. But that's it. Wow. And um, yeah. So if one story, I mean, truly this man is gifted to Thank you. do a story that really frees us up from the kind of distractions and lies and junk that try to get us not to be who we are. Wow. That try to tell us, well, no, we're not that good. Or, oh, we're not. Mm. Maybe I shouldn't be talking to people because I'm dying. And what advice do I have? Wow. I haven't lived enough life. I really hadn't. Wow. I haven't done much more than really try and survive the physical stuff that's been in my life wow i'm on the other side of that now so this story still helps and edifying Good. this is who i am and Good. even though all of the health stuff is behind me mm -hmm. this is something that i can wow. take with me as i move forward well barbara thank you so much for that edification i mean i wanted to encourage you and speak into your life and, and help you and i'm glad that that has been bearing great fruit in your life and so i'm just gonna <laughs> we need to wrap it up right now but i okay. want to thank you so much for being my guest today and um, allowing me to introduce you to my audience and for us to share together uh, your legend, the wisdom of the trees. I hope that uh, people who are watching or listening have been encouraged by our conversation and for everything that you had mm -hmm. to say, Barbara. Thank you so much for being on the show today. I enjoyed every moment. Thank you so much for talking with me. I love, love this story. Awesome. Well, thank you. And we'll have you again later, of course, for Silly Walks and Silly Talks. We'll get that Yay! one done too. <laughs> So, uh, everyone, thank you so much for joining us today on Legends of the Wind. Barbara, thank you for being our guest. And until the next time, we'll see you soon. Thank you.
Thanks for joining us today on the Legends of the Wind podcast. Be sure to subscribe, like, and hit the bell button to be alerted of future episodes. And don't forget, our stories are found here in life and beyond the imagination. Now you can finish your story. Keep dreaming, keep believing, and we'll see you again in our next episode of Legends of the Wind. Audiobooks and merchandise are available at legendsofthewind.com. Go and check it out.